The Goldfields, covered with local sport, info and mining news. This is The Blast Crew. Kalgoorlie Case and Drill, supplying the drilling, industrial and mining industries since 1999. Something different about him, Louis. There is something different about him today. Something different about who? Daniel Lavery, who joins us from the Eastern Goldfields Hockey Association. I don't know if it's his shirt. It's very crisp and dry clean. Uh, Is it the new glasses? No, he's rubbing his chin a bit there. I think he's bought himself a new razor. He can see his chin again because it's no longer got the fuzz around it, mate. Good morning. Uh, morning, gents. Uh, I don't know which chin there's a couple there these days. I, I normally keep the beard to hide it, but yes, no, thanks for bringing that to my attention. Appreciate you know, it. You know why he said that? Because he just looked over at me with a beard. Yeah, no. Yeah, very good. It's yeah. okay. Nice You're in much better shape than me, dick. Louis. Lavo, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we haven't caught up with you since the start of the season. We did a little bit in the off-season, mate, but all of a sudden the season starts and uh, we went AWOL on you. So apologies there, mate, but you are back and you are back with a vengeance. Can you believe we are up to week five? Unbelievable. But, That's been quick. It's flown by, mate, and um, yeah, the, we've we've crammed a fair bit of hockey in the first few weeks, seniors only to date. But um, we had a break over Easter, and we're back into it again this weekend. How was that midweek round? Because was it a chance to gather around the hockey association? It was, mate. Now Monday we played some hockey last week, Monday through to Thursday evening. We had uh, multiple games on each evening, and very well received. Uh, obviously, they would be normally training nights for people, but mm. to get down, the atmosphere was good. There was support, good support down there, and um, that that obviously also helps over the the bar of course um, but people just seemed receptive to it overall and I think it is a way of the, f- the future to help manage um, our game times a little better particularly with obviously not using the grass this year midweek hockey has been factored into our fixtures. Levo from an association point of view as we say we're up to round five what's impressed you from the start of the season up until now? Look, I think ultimately the sportsmanship across all clubs has been great to start the year. We've obviously um, had some challenges with our umpires and um, we, we have our panel now, so all our umpires for our senior hockey are paid and I, I just I appreciate ultimately the, the willingness for people to come on board with the panel that have and the players to respect those, those I guess, more skilled umpires or um, who have upskilled themselves to get to that level. Um, the camaraderie's there, you know, we've picked up where we left off in 2022. There were some cracker grand finals, as you blokes know, from our, our catch-ups. But, um, yeah, all in all, the competitions, um, you know, there's there's been some good tight games so far. There's been a couple of blowouts as well, but I think all in all the game's been played in the right spirit and that's all we can ask. It's good to see some of the names that just continue to stick around with hockey, mate. Uh, YM, who went on to 2018 Premiership year, they are continuing in A1 uh, to have a number of their key players around the traps. They're starting to just unfold their season at the moment. Yeah, look, and they always had a plan, um, that, a five-year plan to really grow and um, develop into that that stronger A1 team. It was brought forward, of course, with Isaac Staples, David Bossy, a couple of really talented guys who came to the club for that Premiership. They're getting to that point now where those juniors though back five six years ago and now the senior men in the team and ultimately that's how you develop a club develop a culture and and why am i doing a great job with that particularly glenn Bryers, who brings those guys together every wednesday night as one of the senior leaders in the club so hats off to ym and as you've alluded to there was a bit of a, a pre-season write-up that i did on all clubs i did that personally mm. i took a bit of advice from the clubs on who they saw as key people and tried to touch on that to give everyone a really good rap as we go into the season Lavo, as you know, we're always big in sport, always bigger on juniors, and you've just mentioned juniors as well. And I think it's a, it's a, I suppose, hats off sort of situation for you guys because your junior program with Hooked into Hockey and all those sorts of things has really gone on very, very well. And that's probably been stepping back a few years when you offered free, you know, free kit to people that turned up. 
Yeah, and look, that's going to continue on, Louis. So we, we had uh, last week at Check about 85 kids registered, remembering we're going for that uh, magical 200 number that we had last year. But the Welcome to Hockey program will unfold in Term 2. What we're trying to do this year is move into Term 3 with that program and run a Minky program. So basically, Welcome to Hockey turns into Minky to try and retain those kids uh, ready for season 2024 and they can roll straight into a team, as opposed to disappearing and having to try and claw them back. back but again, a yeah. Minky program would help us gather information keep in touch with these people and ultimately keep the kids in the game it's about 30 years ago minky was around mate oh, it was probably how you got your start mate wallace park my stick had minky written on it i think the head on the stick was about 30 centimeters long a big hook on the bottom of it but yeah we've come a long way since then mate that's for sure oh, it's good to see isn't it and and from the 5th of may to the 23rd of june that free hockey program for the kids ruck cementation and mining um, unbelievable support that they've given for that program since its inception almost isn't it being amazing three-year deal they did for us and um, they've come back year in year out and and committed what they said they would Um, so this is the third year of that and we'll be looking to to hopefully partner with them into the future moving a little bit further a couple of weeks time the senior challenge cup yeah so as I said some competitive hockey in the first round probably in the in the men's grade uh, CBC and North who were the last year's grand finalists are coming out on top and might probably meet in that challenge cup um, in the women's competition Mines and Pegs are doing it tight um, to see who'll probably ultimately play against CBC who have just returned uh, to full form after um, their unfortunate defeat in the grand final last year but they are an amazing side I've umpired a couple of their games and they're, they're going to be very very t- tough to beat again this year so those will be the couple of key games at the top challenge Cup uh, day will have a slightly different flavour. We're going to get a food van or two down, try and make a bit of an atmosphere for the afternoon. It's a standalone Challenge Cup again this year. Last year we played it at the next corresponding fixture. It didn't work. The, the bylaws didn't line up. There were players who hadn't qualified and all of a sudden wanted to play their normal game that week. So we've really gone back to that traditional standalone day and we'll have a bit of a party into the evening for clubs to stay and sort of mingle and celebrate together because we, we did it and it was a success a couple of years ago. I like that bit about the bylaws because we've had issues in other sport with bylaws and I think you guys from a hockey point of view have learnt from what's happened in the past and made sure that these things tick all boxes whereas other clubs sort of, or other associations I should say, sometimes sort of sweep a little bit under the carpet and sort of, oh, she'll be right mate, but you guys have, uh, you're you market leaders really, you did it with the grand final standalone and you're doing it with your bylaws mate, so well done. I appreciate that Louis and, and it's already bylaws are a hot topic of discussion right now, we've we've been, remained flexible, we've given some um, almost permits if you like for round one to make sure we've got bums on seats and, and people playing the game and we have the ability to be flexible. Our constitution changed to give us those sort of rights to, you know, if we feel we want to make an amendment to a bylaw that for this year to help the game grow, we can do that without too much trouble. Yeah. Mate, one thing I do want to mention is Mia Della at the moment is in Darwin, who's representing uh, the under-15 state champs. Is that right? That that. I believe that's correct. She's been doing a bit of training. She's played some hockey in Cal too because she's basically down in Perth now, yes, Mia. Yep. Um, very, very talented. <laughs> we obviously talk about her. She's one of those kids that um, has come on really well through CBC's junior program and to see her representing WA again this early in the year, I mean, the season's not really started quite true yet but then there's no junior hockey in the goldfields yet. So, um, yeah, she's doing a fantastic job. She would be a key in that CBC outfit this year if she was here all year. Mm. She would be a key player, you know, starts, to their success. Starts today in Darwin, continues through until the 21st, mate. So uh, it is t- great to have that representation and obviously 
Mum's still here. Kirsty's still running the traps and, and, and talking a big game in hockey as well, keeping fit on the bike, doing all the right things. Mate, it's fa- they're a fantastic family to have around hockey. They've been around a long time. Kyra, um, obviously, Kyra other well. daughters there as well. And Matt has played a few games of hockey when he's been back from school in the last few years. So, yeah, it's great to have Kirsty, Merv, great supporters of Goldfields Hockey, particularly in the juniors as well. So, yeah, we're very pleased to have uh, Salties, of course, their business on board uh, year in, year out. They've just been a, a sponsor that we, we can't thank enough. It's great to see people lighting things up outside of the gold fields. And while we're talking lighting, what's happening down at the association with your lights, mate? V- very exciting time, mate. We've, we've come along beautifully in the last couple of months. We've appointed the supplier and ordered the lights uh, about six weeks ago. We've now just moved through the next phase um, because our grant application requires us to get multiple quotes for these different parts of the project yep. so we followed that to the letter of the law and we've now appointed the installer so we must thank both the local government in the city of Kelly Boulder and the state government for their support through the night lights programs and whatnot uh, we've received almost um, $200,000 in funding between those two alone and obviously we've chipped in a third as well for that project so um, a $300,000 project all up and we're well and truly sitting within budget uh, we're just working through some of the finer you know preparation things as we get ready to move into full-scale replacement of the lights and we, we hope if all goes to plan it can be an eight to ten day you know lights down lights up project wow. and and if we do get that done in that time frame um at, by mid-season we'll have um lux with a 500 uh, sorry lights with a 500 lux capacity which is capable of um international hockey yeah it's unbelievable isn't it and a great opportunity to put hockey right up on the on the big sca- stage as well mate all right, it's a big day today. We've got CBC and North in a bit of a club day down there, which is always a big one. Who will be putting the pill into the onion bag the most? Nah. You yeah. like that one, Louis? <laughs> one of my favourites. Yeah. I love I, it. The pill into the onion bag. The old onion bag. Yeah, no, I, I do enjoy an onion bag uh, quote, as you've alluded to on Facebook. Um, look, as you say, this afternoon, we, we do have actually, I just mentioned the A2 Women Minds and Vets kick off the day, and veterans have already started very well from their grand final um, win last year. So good luck to both of those teams. Look, it'll be an interesting sort of seesawing day, you know. I know the A2 men's game, uh, at, this, uh, at this point in time, Norse probably have the ascendancy, but CBC are very good on their day. Uh, the A1 women, I think Norse will get a, a little bit of a reality check from CBC. Yeah, CBC, as I've said, have just started with their goal-scoring abilities just um, untapped at the moment. Uh, the A1 men will be a quite, uh, well a close affair. Obviously, the Nullarbor muster is taking a few mm. away from the goldfields this week, so teams will not be full strength at all. Young Matt Sushon at Norse is, is injured. His brother, Chris, has taken some overseas leave, which I mentioned in the in the write-ups pre-season. Sam McGinty, of course, favourite son at CBC, is back this year, but he's uh, trundling off to the muster, as I understand it. So, you know, this won't be a good measure on how the season's going to go. This will just be uh, who gets bragging rights, I guess, in round one. Really? Um, uh, we have a couple of games tomorrow as well, boys. Uh, the A1 men, YMHC, are taking on Pegasus. And in the women, we've got Mines and Pegasus. Well, Levo, you've been busy in the off-season and busy for the first five weeks, mate. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. We look forward to speaking to you once again on ECN. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. The Goldfields, covered with local sport, info and mining news.